0: Comic picks by the Glick
1: hey, and I'm your host Jason Glick.
0: good evening, Jason Glick. what's going on in the world of comics in your world
1: <laughs> uh, well, it's like glad you asked that, John, because what as I said that on uh, last time I was going to be thinking about doing like the uh, best of twenty twelve list well, let's say that due to um extenuating circumstances that's going to be have to be pushed off to at least um next time because like i'm I'm denied access to a lot of my a st- lot of my stash right now All so. Right. In the meantime, it's like I'm going to. Uh, i be talking about one, something else that I've re- that I've read recently because we're going back to that other inexhaustible well. That well is like Osamu Tezuka works by Osamu Tezuka. Yeah, because we because I'm um, Vertical, um, who has just made who have made a um, great great career out of uh, republishing his it's like his, his back his back library, have also gone republished. Um, that's right, republished um, one of. One of um, Tezuka's um, works that was originally published in English a while back. I'm talking about a message to Adolf, the story of, of Adolf Hitler and two other two other kids named Adolf during World War II. Now,
0: Adolf little, in Japan?
1: No, not quite. It's like this. Yeah, this is um, like I said. It's, it's a story of three three like said, three people named Adolf and the, and the ties that bind that bind them, as well as one Japanese man. War him in a bit. Now this story was originally published by Viz way back in the day. I mean, we're talking like early '90s here, back when like they were just they're just starting out here. And also like it was originally published in several graphic not in five graphic novels. What's interesting though is that well is that um, this is so early to the point that uh, you know in order to get this into bookstores, Viz had um, Viz produced these five volumes with photo covers, you know pictures of people, you know just you know in, like in, like posing and stuff you know, some, semi-relevant to the, uh, to the material. Um, basically, in the sense that you don't trick them into thinking that, you know, this isn't really, you know, this seems like a respectable book, not like one of those, you know, comic books and all. So, so this is, and it's also published as part of their Cadence um, graphic, um, graphic novel line, um, which, you know, it's like, if you're, like, you know, my, my generation, then yeah, you may remember this. I mean, this is obscure, obscure stuff by like any, any um, English manga, manga standard. Still though, um, I it's like I originally read, read these um, in their original form because a, because a friend of mine was able to pick um, – was dedicated enough to try and um track them all down, and I was and I and I remember being impressed impressed by them when after reading them because it, it struck me as being more, a lot more serious and i um, straight faced than I was accustomed to seeing from from Tezuka, who at that time you know I think I just you know read some black some blackjack's Master Boy. And not a lot of his his, um, his serious um, later era work, such as um, O Takiru Hitto and um, and Barbara. Now, SSJ Adolf though is, all, is also one of his is one of his um, later works. It's one of the last works he probably one of the last works he produced before his death. And as I said, it's a story of three three people named named Adolf. Um, like you know, got Hitler. And you've also got um, Adolf Adolf Kauf- Kaufman, a um, half japanese half german boy and um, Adolf camille a jewish like son of son of two jewish people, um, members of the jewish kobe, kobe jewish society um both 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 Caucasian for lack of a better word who, um, living in like living in japan and they're living in japan now the now and, but it's also the story of one one Japanese man named Sohei Toge. He's a he's a he's a journalist working for one of Japan's largest newspapers. Who comes into um once up being embroiled in a um it's like, in a, it's like in, a, in a far in a in a scheme in a spy scheme by his by his younger brother who was um if I remember correctly has Communist Party leanings. His brother gets his hands on some really juicy information proof that Hitler who um at the time of the story story opens in the, in the 1930s um his building um you know bill his base in in Germany that that Hitler um actually has um Jewish blood he is descended from Jewish people now this this sparks this um this marks one of the um like one of the big things for for the book that um it it brings in a lot of um See a lot of stuff from that era. A lot of um, historical rumors and facts, like um, from from that era. This thing about Hitler being Hitler having Jewish blood is one of them. Now, like he now now Togay get winds up getting involved, get, get involved in his brother's scheme, and um winds up and um and also like ends up in in possession of these papers for for a time before they before they eventually come out of his grasp. And out and um then there's all this fun stuff going on. Now thing is like though, the most more cynical reader may imagine that, you know, it's like this that you know to have Toge here with with this um side story about, you know, Hitler's um lineage is kind of just more of an excuse to allow this to tell this the real story here, which is the story between um like um Co- um Adolf Kaufman and Camille. Now this is interesting because um compare they if, if I'm not mistaken, these are the two these are pro- of all of Tezuka's works that I've have been published in English so far, these represent the um the only two Caucasian leads that he that he has. And it's within it that Tezuka decides to explore the um it's like the the right it's like like the wide ranging um like wide ranging repercussions of having it's like, a, it's like a, of like um, of forcing it forcing ideology upon children. How they can but how they respond to like to, to their choices made in their up, upbringing? Because Kaufman, I mean, his dad's um, one, his dad's an like one of the foreign dignitary and like I'm working in. Uh, he's a German foreign dignitary in Japan. He married a Japanese woman, but he's also um he's also loyal he's also a loyal Nazi as well. And when I'm um, worried about like these papers that contain um truth about Hitler's origin gets out, like he winds up being one of the key people involved in trying to secure them. Now. Uh, Kaufman, you know, not, knowing nothing, not being indoctrinated to the, to this, he like he he grows up being friends with 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 Adolf Camille, and yeah, it's like there's there's this um there's this, like your know, childhood thing where like you know he hears but they hear about this thing like you know like, like you know Hitler says like Jew, Jews are like um, lower, lower races and they fight they fight a bit, but they still grow up to be great um great friends, and even when even after um the death of Kaufman's father, um he says that he's going to send him off to um Germany to become a proper to, to make sure he's right, ra- become a proper German. So like he realizes that yeah, they, they both swear to become friends. But that's when the seri- thats when things get really interesting, and we see that, and we see um, Kaufman's um, like uh, um, indoctrination, for lack of a better word. Cause, you know, he's just—he's still just a kid. He's not able to, like, you know, stand to really like, stand against, like you know, these adults like forcing this ide- ideology upon him. They, and it's like he's, and even though he struggles to um deal with this. Like he also, he also has comes face. He also has, like starts, starts, to, starts to come around to this face of their constant oppression, and it also leads to some tragic circumstances when he kills um someone very dear to to um Camille. It's like when he's when he's in Germany. But then um at, but then as things go on, it's like even as he struggles with this, you start to understand like how he could succumb to this this kind of thinking. Because then, cause after he um winds up um taking, taking out a um like a, a Chinese spy on his on a train one time, it's like, um, it come, like he's, um, brought to, um, he's brought to Hitler's attention, um, and basically raised up as like, you know, kind of, Hitler makes him like his personal valet, and so he gets like this front row seat to, um, Germany's triumphs, like in the late, in the late 30s, and showing them, like, you know, how he gets first, he gets first-hand tour of France, um, sees, sees Hitler, um, taking out the, uh, like the monument that Fre- the French built to, um, their, to, to like uh, Germany surrender at world, in World War One, um, Germany's um, like try, um, massacre of the English at, at Dunkirk. It's like it's one of those, like, I mean, he it's it, you, you see him like he's he's brought to like these highest levels and he he see him really become starstruck by this. You know, just like he, I can really start to buy. You really start to see how he how it be really plausible for him to buy into all this stuff, all this um German, like all the, all these not all the, the Nazi doc indoctrination and, and anti Semitism as well. It's like it's and like I said, that's 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 one of the strongest parts of this of this two volume series. Just seeing how seeing Coffin's Kauf, um, transformation from this, you know, this, this nice kid into this into this um driven Nazi who want who who completely buys into everything and, like, and becomes becomes a good mem- good member of the Gestapo as well. Now this, now the th- and that, and that continues though, like from his adult, from his adulthood, because like once you see how he could like completely buy into all this stuff, once German's fortunes, Germany's fortunes start taking a turn, that's when um, things get really interesting, and you start to see, um, and you start to see him like um, start to grapple with these, with a lot of things. Chief among them being Hitler's um, mental instability, because after he, after his um, the attempt on, on Hitler's attempt on his on his life, I believe this is the same one documented in the. Uh, the Tom Cruise film *Valkyrie*, like Hitler starts starts really starts really freaking freaking out. Even suspects Kaufman of it's like a, a of treason as well. And when when he's um um when he declines an order to um to kill um oh, what was that, that one guy? Oh Rommel, the uh, head of the Af- former head of the Af corps, like because he's because Rommel's realized that hey you know like Hitler's. Hitler's a fool. It's like I don't want to serve this guy anymore. It's like he's he's eventually essentially demoted to um to being being one of the uh being one of the s um one of the guys managing the um processing the German the Jews to the uh to the concentration camps, and it's like it's this is through through Camilla that um tezuka shows a like, shows the that gives basically is giving the audience like a first hand look at the um at the German war machine and it's like and their and their like, and their processes and it's like it's like in the war as well. It's like I realize it's like you know it's going to be a lot of this stuff isn't going to be new to all the re- readers, but at the same time you got to I think you got to consider that this is that um, for for the time of, for the time it was published. I mean I, d- I can't imagine a lot of Japanese stuff that went that actually went into this kind of detail. So I mean it's like it's it does it does kind of serve as a primer to a, to a lot of this to a lot, a lot of Ger- to a lot of German Germany's uh, standards and standards of practices at the time. And if you're not familiar with this, then this then then you should buy this book just for that. Just for that reason to understand what, what they're up to. Tezuka also it's like also um has some has some fun with the U-boats, the Germans U-boats, um, when um when Kaufman has to make a trip back to Japan to try and track make a final attempt to track down these Hitler these papers detailing Hitler's origins. We get a nice um like tense um like sub battle, like, um, straight out of um, Wolfgang Peterson's Das Boot. And also at the same time, um, Kaufman like to face with all with all the horrors he's committed while driving while riding along there. Now it's and it, and eventually yeah, Kaufman does come back to Japan. He winds up hooking up with 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 Camille, and um they were and yeah, it's like they were um like they they start to reconnect as friends. But then but you know Kaufman's indoctrination is just too strong to like, you know to, to overcome. And then you've got um, the fact that that Camille has um. So Essentially, become engaged to the, uh, um, the Jew- Jewish girl that he made an attempt to save um, back back in Germany, and you know it's like that. They may have been they may have been able to be friends, you know, even in spite of their in spite of Kaufman's indoctrination. They, but you know, just the fact that you know that that uh, um, Camille um, like winds up not not intentionally um, like um, marry, um, marrying his. Girl, that you know, that that's the point of no return right there, and it's but it's really the core like the core story between these two like these two individuals that forms the uh, that forms like the real the core narrative of the like of the story, just, and it's like it's testament to, us, to like Tazuka's humanism that he's showing you just like you know the characters at it's like as they are it's like just, you like tell, telling a very human story, especially after like after World War Two when um when Camille and and goes off goes off to Is goes out to um, participate in the founding of Israel and Um Kaufman, like you know, hunted by all the uh, all the Jews that he uh, by the by the Jewish establishment for his war crimes, winds up hooking up with the um Palestinian Liberation Front. So so it just shows you that you know, just like how it's like, you know, how this just like how the tides of hate can just say like, can continue can uh, manifest and continue like th- throughout the years in different in different forms of Noah uh, if no one's around to do, to do the right thing, now essentially it's like the person in, who's really relegated to that task in this story would be would be Sohei Toge. Now, the thing is with Toge is that you know it's, it starts. It's like Toge. It's like he's an he's an interesting interesting character in the sense that you know it's like he's the kind of the, he starts off the crusading journalist, but then he also suffers so many tribulations that he winds up being almost like the uh, the um, equivalent to Job in this story for all that he all that he goes through it's like and it and at some point yeah it does become a bit ridiculous especially the extended chase scene in the first volume where he where he's constantly um like eluding both both his captors and, and people who even want to help him in order to track down the uh, like the the papers um, regarding Hitler's lineage that have gone it's like that have gone missing and he's like even and it's like it does kind of um does kind of be, get to be ridic- a little bit ridiculous after a point and, and again it's like it does initially it could seem that you know like toge is just mainly there to provide a Japanese point of view you know that's as if um you know like, this like the Japanese wouldn't completely buy into this story without like a Japanese protagonist protagonist leading the way but then um after he winds up um encountering um, Ad- um adolf Camille's mom um, mom and she loans him one yen begins a connection there that for between the two that eventually um like ties his ties his arc into the story like into the story proper it's like in that and so it's like if that that's, really te- that's a that's testament to um the some um, like storytelling skill right check right there that he can weave in the ascent this essential, essentially um, extraneous storyline into the it's like into the plot at, plot at large and in a fairly fairly natural fashion i mean yeah it's like there are parts where Tezuka lays like lays the sentiment on a bit it's like a bit thick and uh, like they're also like some like i said the um some of the, uh, the some of the chase scenes and the police drama with with toge can get a bit rich and also he even loses his hearing later on but he doesn't quite lose his hearing because he's still able to hear some people depending on the situations it's kind of it's kind of confusing but still it's like it's like adolf mr t adolf also represents um to some of his most stripped Stripped down as well. It's like he's not doing a lot of his comedy, traditional comedy stuff. And yes, there is, there are some like brief, like um, nods to that right, in like in these two volumes that they're but they're kept to a minimum as well. Like even the um, like the Tazuka cast is kind of knocked down to two characters. Um, in you um, know Aselotin Lamp, who um is the German um, it was a German Gestapo officer tries to get down get the. Uh, excuse me get the uh, like the papers on um, like get the um papers about hitler's lineage from from Togi. and then the ver- in the second one he also pay, he also plays a um very key role in second like trying to it's like in um, basically um delivering a bit of um karmic justice to hitler um as a um due to it's like due to his lineage it's like and he also got the um the crazy um the, the um crazy military policeman who hounds um like I'm um, Toge throughout most of the first volume and a little bit of the second. He's one of Zuka's regular cast members as well, but they're the only ones like, who make the uh, tran- transition from his regular works here. Still, though, it's like, it's like, even with its, it's like, even though it can be, like I said, it can lay, things on, lay things on a bit thick, it's like it's, um, message to both volumes message to Adolf present a compelling, st- Duke present a compelling story of human, it's like, it's like a, a it's like of of um, man's struggle in order to. It's like, you know, nah. What am I saying here? It's like they're, it's like they're both, they're both just they kind of a compelling struggle of man's, okay, of how man responds to the uh, to. the let me let me think let me think this wrong Can I I'm gonna get this I swear to God it's like just showing you how say how the, cho- how, how the choices and impressions made on us as kids, it's like going to define our define our lives as, as adults. And even then, it's like you know once we make a, once we're setting our ways as adults, it's just sometimes it's not possible to change, and um thing things just and things can go things can go out of control there and lead, lead to tragedy as well. But still, even then, it's like there's still the chance to take pull to to leave to leave a message that will so that will hopefully like inspire kids to like kids of later generations or other people like, to not not make, not perpetuate, perpetuate the same the same things that were done done here it's, it's not Tezuka's absolute best work but it's but, certain, but certainly one of his certainly one of his one of his most compelling one of his most compelling and i'm highly recommended for any for any fan who likes who it's like who for any Tezuka fan it's like to have to have in their library
0: Sounds like this is the part where you say, John, your comments? That's <laughs> <Guess> right. <laughs> well, I found it a little interesting, but um I might I might go and pick it up. Um eh, interesting uh alternate history, if you will, a little bit. I don't know. Is it is it an alternate history?
1: Not really. I mean yeah. the Hitler, um Jewish blood is something that I've heard rumored before about. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's uh that's been rumored and you know, and I'm you know, it's kind of a strange thing. But it might fuel you know, people have theorized that it might fuel his well fueled his anti Semitic like views for some reason. I don't
1: know. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I mean that's yeah, that that's one of the key things. Like Hitler I was like, hit this it hit his portrayal of Hitler in this in this series is actually um like sympathetic without without denying the fact that he's a complete monster. Right. So like, You've got Hitler, um, just like you know, like just doing these monstrous, monstrous things. But also, just like realizing that he was, he was very, like he was very disturbed, and also like generally very alone. Like with apparently, like apparently only like see Tezuka, I'm gonna describe it. Um, Braun was his only companion throughout, like the only person who really understood him throughout the, uh, throughout the war. It's like everyone else was just kind of like you know either like or just like someone just you know hoping to get power by hanging out around him.
0: And that was another thing I was, it's kind of an interesting perspective to write from the German kid's point of view.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's, like I say, it's, it's, it's different, but I also guess that, that you know, like, Tezuki just wanted to show you just like, you know, how this stuff, how this stuff affects, <laughs>
0: right, because, you know what, Have has anyone thought of it before, right, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like I said, it's... it's
0: Probably, <laughs> I'm guessing probably, but it's good to be reminded that, yeah, you know, it wasn't just a bunch of buildings that were just, you know, it, it was their entire nation, including their citizens, willing or not, by the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it sounds like something that uh, might want to read, actually, so.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> both of them are easily viable by uh, covers from Peter Mendelsohn, because you've got First of all, you've got like basically like a normal normal Hitler Hitler face. Second of all, you've got crazy Hitler face. Mhm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for our podcast tonight.
1: Yeah. It's like, and hopefully, it's like, like in all likelihood, we'll be um we'll be doing the um, best of 2012 next um next week. So cross your fingers there.
0: Yep. Okay. We'll uh, catch you next time on Comet Picks by the Glick.
1: All right. Later's.
0: Bye.